1: Hello and welcome to the Terrace Podcast. My name is Craig Cairns, here to heat the calls of Steve Clark for some more positive press. Joining me to do so is a former Scotland international who seems to have been spreading his positivity about the national side everywhere recently. It's Chris Iwilemo. How are you doing, Chris?
0: <laughs> yeah, very good. How are you doing? Okay.
1: Yeah, good, good. You've had a busy few days there.
0: Yeah, very busy. You know what? Absolutely delighted. You know, I think... Uh the result against Israel, you know, I think a lot of people can talk about the the performance. Uh, there was little glimpses, you know, the, there was a lot of owners put on shots on target uh, uh, in, in the minutes between them, but you know what? It's you, you can't really look at stats. You know, there's there's I think Callum McGregor the other night had a a, a, a block shot that was definitely going to ask the question. Uh, you look at uh, McTominay the chance McGinn. Had that chance against Israel, so there is, there is opportunities. You know, I just feel that that it's a result business. Steve Clark's going to be judged on on on. Like we're sitting top of the table in, in the in the Nations League. Uh, we're in the final, the playoff final. One game. You know, ninety minutes or one hundred and twenty minutes away from from a major tournament against Serbia. A good Serbia side. To be fair, probably the better the better result out of playing. Norway, but Serbia have went and got that result against the Norway. I'd rather I'd rather my back three, my back five play against uh, Mitrovic than than Haaland. You know, <laughs> so so it's just the way it goes. There's, there's positives. There's, there's, it's just how you want to look at it. I think uh, you look at the other night against Slovakia. Uh, the first half, again, the, the not not so creative in that final third, but I thought the second half was much better. And it's like, yeah, you, you want the players. I, I like the formation just for the very fact I think it gives us a little bit more, we're a, we're a little bit more defensive, a little bit more solid at the back because you have that protection. You have the three when we're in good possession of the ball, and you even seen at times that Scott McCombany would, would would drift forward like a holding midfielding role. Yeah, he seems to
1: be we, like going between the two positions, doesn't he? he seems to yeah, be. I, I that, thought that looked, it worked a lot better, I think, over those two matches against Israel and Slovakia, him yeah. being the third centre half but when we have the ball he was noticeably further forward and the guy it was like they were trying to work the ball to him for him to step into midfield with the ball
0: Craig you're spot on you know and and that's Scott McTominay taking responsibility now what I have to say is that when when Slovakia got a little bit more or even Israel got a little bit more of the ball yes okay Robertson and and O'Donnell I think against Israel were a little bit more tentative to actually break forward so they were like half and half uh, but you know, that's when we want the players to be brave. That's when we want them to be very advanced, expansive. And that allows the the three centre backs to kinda to kind of have that space between them as well. But like you say, when we're not in possession of the ball, I think it's very hard to break down. You know, you think about it, they come in and we've got a back five that's protected with the two in front. And I just think maybe against a Serbia that's probably very, very the exact same formation as us, by the way so it's going to be light for light so it's going to cancel each other out a little bit but they probably will have more of the ball you know so we've got to look at it as yeah we'll be hard to break down we've definitely got uh, pace and, and energy in those areas that we can go up and support and it's got to be Lyndon Dykes at the minute, hasn't it? Because he's he's doing it. The return uh, two goals in four games. It's definitely his shot to lose. He's he's Scotland's number nine at the minute. But there is a lot of positives. I thought Fraser. I thought Ryan Fraser was outstanding. I thought he came off the bench against Israel and they made a, a positive impact. He, he he was he was he was direct. He was he was getting on the ball. And I thought again against Slovakia, he, he was outstanding and, and rightfully so. One one man of the match. Uh, I know we we, we discussed about O'Donnell uh, off here. Uh, I think he's he's doing the job. You know, yep. steady Eddie. He's he's getting forwards. It was a great assist for the Dykes goal. Uh, but again, it's a position that I wouldn't say that he's he's he knows a hundred percent. But he, he's just getting the job done, you know. I think he's he's going forward more so uh, in the Slovakia game. He never really got that opportunity in the in the Israel game. So that's where can can you can you put the, the opposition on the back foot in those wide areas? Can the likes of Robertson and O'Donnell be very offensive? Sometimes exa- over exaggerate it just because it, it, it asks the question, Craig. You know, mm-hmm. and I just felt against Israel we, we 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 were a little bit more tentative thinking, and it was. It's a massive match. One of the biggest matches Scotland's had in the last couple of decades. So I understand why there was a tenseness and a tension there. I think something
1: that's kind of been lost a little bit as well is, I mean, okay, we bored ourselves to a 0-0 penalty shootout victory, but that took us to six unbeaten. We still restricted chances in the match. Okay, there's a chance for Israel at the end there that if they score it, you you can't really have many complaints if we go out at that point. But international football, you don't have much time... uh, prepare your players. You don't have much time to work with them. Um, so you're going to work on defence first. Not only that, there's just a trend across international football to be more defensive. It's behind the club game a little bit. Um, and even even some of the top teams you'll see, like France and stuff, it's like a safety first approach. So yeah, if, if we're restricting chances, we're not losing games. And so even, even when we're not performing well, we're still getting results. And I, I don't know, I just think there should be... Not only that, sorry, I've totally forgotten what I was going to say there, but not only that, but what's been lost is the the disruption to the preparation. So the first training session that they had, they had eight players in the training session because there was players playing on the Sunday. Then we had the, the positive COVID test three players drop out two of them were starters one of them probably would have come off the bench that's the day before a game and yet still we go into a semi-final and we progress I mean I know we should be doing better against Israel we definitely should be getting a shot on target or be attacking Israel a lot more but I just think that that's been lost a bit that we we had all that disruption to our preparation yet yeah. we've kept this momentum going over this uh, two, first two parts of this triple header
0: Craig, spot on again you know and it's, it's something that I, we, we kind of forget about isn't it the game we just go into the game you forget that he's lost six players uh, probably what four four or five starters out of them you know you look at Palmer you look at uh, McKenna obviously then Christie uh, Tierney. You know, there's probably four players that would have definitely started. And yeah, you're looking at Armstrong coming coming off the bench. Uh, but yeah, it's, it, this is this is why I, I, I'm a big believer in, in sticking with this formation. You know, I think against uh, the Czech Republic, it's probably going to be the best test of all that's going to prepare you for Serbia. Now, if we can come out of that game without a loss, I think it's job done, box ticked. You know, because again, the players you have to see yourself. Scott McTominay is getting better in that position. You know, he's he's learning what it's all about, and like you say, he's taking the responsibility that when we're in good possession of the ball, he's he's going into that advanced position to be a kind of outlet for us. Uh, and I, I, like you know, I thought Considine again was steady Eddie uh, defensive clean sheet. Uh, you know, and it's it's one of them that uh, I I'm, I I think the players with this formation and like you say with an international manager you don't get that much time to work with the players you have been throwing a, a few curveballs we're losing players to the COVID losing uh, players to injury that definitely starters these players when they're on form they're they're, they're going to be they're going to be there hopefully uh, in, on, on November 12th when uh, when when we play against Serbia so I just think it's about the fuel good factor at the minute we're seven unbeaten six wins I think uh, I think you heard the stat the other night. It's not we've not been unbeaten in eight since the nineteen eighties since Roxburgh. So, since Roxburgh, it's crazy, isn't it? You think about it, but it doesn't matter who your opposition is. You still have to get the job done. You know, you still have to win games. You still have to put points to the board. You still have to progress to the next stage, mm-hmm. and that's exactly what Steve Clark and this group of players have done. And you the way know, he's doing it,
1: Chris. Sorry, I heard you say at the weekend there that. Um, it's maybe not the brand of football that we want but is it maybe just the brand of football that we're going to get because this is how I mean I'm not I'm not trying to sit here and say that Steve Clark's teams are terrible to watch or anything they've provided Kilmarnock provided lots of entertainment they got lots of results against big teams lots of big performances but they were a functional side and they got their success from not having much of the ball. And is that maybe just what we're going to have to... Because that, that lends itself to international football. It's one of the reasons we've appointed Steve Clark in the first place. So is it maybe just the yeah. brand of football that we're going to get?
0: You know what? I... I I, I say that and I'm speaking for others when I say about the brand of football for me it's a result business you know Craig no matter if it's international or club football the first the most important thing is the result the second thing you're probably thinking the recruitment so you're looking at Steve Clark, who he brings into the squad the players that he's using and third and no disrespect to the fans of football there that's when the brand comes into it you know that's when you think about you know playing a brand of football that entertains the fans if Steve Clark gets us to a major and we don't have a shot on target for me it's job done Mm -hmm. I don't give a damn I don't care we're at a major you understand but again that's when the question gets asked Yeah. but you want to go uh, to a major and you want to be competitive you want to enjoy the occasion but I'm I'm afraid you know we are Scotland you know we can't get too ahead of ourselves we played against England and we should have beat we should have beat England at Hampden if it wasn't for a, a last-minute goal against Harry Kane in England, they've got an abundance of of welfare and they've got they've got a, they, they've got a, a massive uh, pool of players to pick from. So I'm just thinking, Steve Clark has set us up to be hard to beat. You know, okay. I think the players that we have are probably underperforming in the attacking third because we've got some good quality players. So. But there is a lot of onus on the defensive aspect of the game so you're looking at steve clark and like you say if you're not conceding goals you're not losing games so first and foremost he's going to put a lot of work into that defensive side and then think well the offensive players we've got hopefully then they can be creative for us for a defensive unit they have the freedom to go out and express themselves and be creative now i believe that ryan fraser was excellent yeah Lyndon Dykes holds the ball up well even although Burnley came on and, and had that one against against uh, the crossbar I thought he was excellent so, when he came on I thought uh, Mick
1: Burnley was excellent
0: yeah but you've you seen his tweet his tweet after the game as well no. about, oh, yeah not you, you just don't you don't have to say it you don't have to say it what did he you say? said something about well, I don't know if I'm allowed to swear on this podcast. No you can, of him, course you can. He said uh he said uh, just give it to the just give it to the big shit house. He'll win you throw ins he'll take it into the corner. But I know that he's frustrated. Oh he's right. On. He's he's coming on and he's wanting you to put the ball in the box so that he can get opportunities but but he had his opportunity
1: match. which he was unlucky with and there yeah, was a couple of points where he dropped and linked uh Pretty well, well as well. I thought I thought he looked. I thought he he put in a. He wasn't. He didn't get many minutes on the pitch. But I thought he put in He's a, a
0: striker. Craig. He wants a goal. Yeah, Do you I, understand I, that. Yeah. that's something that we should all think. You know what? There's a lot of pressure on Oliver Bundy to come in and get that goal. So at the minute, the last ten minutes of the game, us taking it into the corner. I know what it's like when you're sitting in a game. You're like you're up one nil, and you're, you you feel that you're you're dominant. You feel that you're confident. You feel that you you can make a difference. You want the ball just to come in the box. I've been in that. position myself and you're sitting thinking but you've got a job to do for the team you understand mm-hmm. what we got to remember as well is that these aren't just warm-up games these are nation league games if we can win this group and get promoted into group A it, it helps our rankings it helps you know it puts us in a fantastic position and also well gives us another
1: World Cup qualification exactly. avenue I think exactly another been...
0: World Cup playoff mm-hmm. you know you, you know what and anything can happen in these games so I, I just think it's all about the feel good factor if we can go and this is going to be the biggest test of all this is a completely different Czech Republic team but we know what our formation is going to be you, you know how we're going to set it up we know there's going to be a, diff- a change of personnel I think I, uh, Robertson is, uh, is is suspended anyway by taking the yellow so there's going to be a couple of a couple of changes uh, and again I'm excited to see these changes you've got Portis there uh, you've got Ross McCrory that, that's come in you know there's, there's, there's players you know Shankland as well now if you're Shankland you're sitting thinking well wait a minute I can come. I, I can. But Callum Patterson's coming off the bench. Oliver Bundy's coming off the bench, and you understand why because defensively they've got more of a presence. They can go and just defend. Mm-hmm. And I understand why Steve Clark made those changes because it is all for the team. It's not to cater to the individual player. And I just feel that uh, the players have bought into it. The performance second half was, was 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 different class. But for me, Craig, it's all about the result. Job done. Yeah. You you
1: mentioned Dykes a couple of times. Uh I wanted to ask about him. He like you said two goals in his four international appearances now. Took his goal really well. Um yep. what's the ceiling for this guy? How 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 far do you think he can go?
0: Well, again, he's that's completely up to him. What he's got, three goals for QPR in the championship, but I think it's all from penalty penalty kicks, isn't it? Uh I, I'm very impressed with him, you know. I think without the ball he works very hard he works hard for the team he presses in the right way so he's got a, a football brain as well I think his link up play is excellent I think on the feet he, he's got good awareness good touch in uh, uh, and, and the air as well he's always a threat even if he's not winning the ball he's putting pressure on the defender and then that's when we should be picking up second balls uh, and like you say the goal return speaks for itself you know two goals and four carry it on you know it's, it's one of them it's like I don't mind if he's if he's if he's not getting if he's not getting, uh, he's not getting a, a lot of a lot of shots on target or what but for me he's a player that needs to be given the service if we put the ball in the box for him it's, we are we are going to we are going to cause problems because he attacks it very well yeah those you know two what? goals
1: that he scored have both been well one he got a lot of space for this Slovakia one I think but the one against uh, Czech Republic he kind of timed it went on the blind side and William ran across Palmer
0: his man Liam Palmer great ball baller and yeah yeah paid. just Look
1: very it. good strikers goals
0: look at his link up as well you know a couple of times as well that coming down with the chest he knows that John McGinn's coming in that was fantastic play John McGinn should probably do better with the form that he's on as well and just what just the keeper hit the target but he brings it all in at the minute you know even, even when it was uh, him and Oli Burnley against Israel they did link up they did press without the ball well uh, they, they had moments where one was out wide and the other one would try and stretch the pitch you know there was positives there but for me, Shanklin's Shankland's the number nine at the minute for the fact that he's he's ticking all the boxes. The link up, he's creating for others. He's getting in positions that he's, that he's that he's that he's that he's getting attempts on on goal. He's scoring goals when we're when we're putting the ball on on on, on the, in, in the box for him. So no, at the minute you're asking where's 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 the ceiling? He, he can go all the way, and I think he's only going to get better the more comfortable he he is with the group. You know with the Scotland group I always loved going away with it because it was a very club-like mentality you know it was like you felt that it, it was an enjoyable group you know they enjoy each other's company and I think that uh, Lyndon Dykes is is, is is really enjoying that time away well he says he is and you can really say that he's enjoying his football but the fact that he's working so hard without the ball for the team you know you can see Robertson the way that he's applauding him when he's he's, he's, he's tracking back and, and sliding in you know that's what we want that's what us as fans want from the team as well. So at the minute, he's, he's he's doing fantastically well.
1: Is it difficult to gel with players like that when you get called up to an international setup? Is it, Is it difficult to kind of gel with people that you don't... players that you don't spend that much time with across a season or a year no. or whatever?
0: Uh, internationally, I would say it is. With Scotland, I would say no, it's not difficult because it is such a fantastic group. You know, you are welcomed into the group Everyone takes the time. You know, it really is, you know, when you do get together, it is really that enjoyable. The 10 days is is fantastic. You know, it's one of those. It's like you do, you do go out and you you socialise together. You go out and eat together, but you will go to. I know it's obviously in, in, in this climate, the social distancing. You know, you have they have to take it on board. And that well, that will probably make it a little bit more difficult. Yeah. But you know, always the staff, the players. It's always been a fantastic energy in that international group with Scotland.
1: Uh, and looking ahead to tomorrow's match, are you expecting more of the same? I mean, to me, it seems like hopefully this is us we have this system now that now we can just kind of drop players in and out of because I think he's going to freshen, freshen up again there's there's no doubt that there'll be changes again but are you just expecting more of the same kind of progression from here? That's a terrible yeah. way of putting that question it, <laughs> No it's not it's not a
0: terrible way at all because it is, it is progression you know we are in a we are in a playoff final Craig we are sitting top of the Nations League table you know when, and that's like so the Czech Republic are in there uh, Israel's in there Slovakia you know I, this is what I'm trying to say we're sitting top of the table if we if we go if we're unbeaten in this game we've not nailed it on but we're near enough top, that's us Won the group you, you understand we've won that we've won that table so there's so much to play for for me I think this is going to be a massive test I think you're going to see more probably five at the back You've not got that energy of 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 Robertson that's in that quality going down that left side, but again, mm-hmm. we have we have quality in in, in, in the group. Uh, so yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a very interesting. It's gonna be a hard hard game. Do you think a draw's enough think, to keep momentum going? A is enough, of course, of course. Un, imagine going into the playoff final unbeaten in eight, winning winning six and drawing two. A draw would be enough if we could win this game, and that's not impossible because we have got quality with the right service and those atta- and that attacking third we can create if Vic if Dykes can get another goal if he's going to play because he has played a lot of minutes by the way so it might be a, an opportunity it might be McBurnley, it might be a Shankland you just never know but we un- we've got to understand I think Steve Clark all the players will want to play if he goes to Lyndon Dykes Linden Dykes will want to play it's a headache that Steve Clark has got but he's got to be clever with the players as well We can't run them into the ground. They are going back to club football. You know, we don't want them picking up injuries. So he has got to use that squad a little bit more. But I think Steve Clark, you could see he was absolutely delighted with the two performances and two results.
1: Well, as you said there, we will be going back to club football and international football seems to have had a bit of an impact on it. Uh, Namely on the the Celtic Rangers game coming up this weekend, it seems there's a Growing list of players at Celtic are going to be without uh, Ryan Christie near Beaton and Hattam Abdelhamid will all be missing after either contracting or being in close contact with somebody who contracted coronavirus. And of course, Oddson Edward, I think, am I right in saying he's just going to be back and available just in time for this game? So he won't have
0: trained yeah. with Celtic. Is that right? Friday night, Friday night, right. he comes out of self isolation. Uh, and you know what? That's, that is a massive, massive result uh, for Celtic you know you, you look at uh, the players that are missing no it's a massive blow and it's the climate that we're in uh and it's probably my my only criticism of the 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 SBFL the 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 SFA for the fact that games have been allowed to go ahead you know like what Jim Goodwin's had to had to kind of put up with when three of his players of of went down uh, the goalkeepers you know important figures in, in in the team but they have to play without you know they have to go ahead and that set a certain president Craig you know the fact that these games. Now you've got to remember this this season for Celtic and Rangers is massive. Can Rangers stop Celtic from doing that they never they never been done before, going and winning ten in a row? These games are so important. So and it's just it is it's disappointing that, like you say, that in 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 the bubble. With the, with the clubs that these players uh, are, are tested, are coming back negative, and then when they go into the, the, the national setup, there's been moments or whatever. Has happened that these players are coming back and, and have to self-isolate that's that's a disappointing thing that's the thing that I know that Celtic have definitely went and and they're trying to work with the SFA and, 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 and the national team uh, and, and otherwise uh, other groups in, are, are doing the exact same with their national uh, national teams because it has to be a safe transition from one bubble to another uh, yeah. but this game's massive it's massive it is absolutely massive you're looking it's just poised nicely and I'm, I'm just I'm sitting here, and for the fact uh, that we're discussing that there's a possibility that the C, that, that the league, the campaign could be could be brought to a close and 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 be made null and void. So we we have to be very very kind of how can I say very careful on how we how we go about business. You know, it's, it's it is a luxury that the players are back playing. They are in safe bubbles at the minute, but again, it, it's not a hundred percent. You know these players have got have got partners, got wives that are going out and yeah, exactly. got seen family. It, there's there's extended family that you can you can you can you can kind of talk for or or cover or protect in that bubble.
1: Do you think we should have tried to play uh, yeah fewer games over the time or something? So should we have left ourselves some room for postponements rather than just trying to cram in an entire season during a during a global pandemic?
0: I I I think that the postponements it has to be it has, the games have to be postponed when any team can't field their strongest team because of COVID now I know that injuries and suspensions come in but Craig I've been in a position where I've played three, four games in a week and it's and it's possible but that's that that's something that everyone's on the same the same boat and the SFA are basically something something will happen and then you react to it now the SFA have to come out and, they, and, and in my opinion they have to say look if we go 20 games or 24 games then we have to then have a, and, and the season comes to an end then we have to have a, a scenario if we don't make 20 games then the season's null and void mm-hmm. but this all has to come out beforehand rather than discussing it when it happens you know, when I like last season <laughs> although yes. I suppose you yes. can't you can't really surely. foresee that, yeah, but yeah. But surely we have to learn from that, Craig. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's, exactly. That's my big question. So you look at Aberdeen St. Johnson game that got postponed uh, because of the the two players, and then obviously that the that means eight players had to self isolate. I don't understand like, the Celtic Rangers game. It doesn't matter what's on the game because it's massive. It should the the president should have been set before a ball was kicked if this happens we're going to do it and then those games are going to be rescheduled it doesn't matter if it's you've got one day recovery two day recovery we'll fit that we'll fit that game in and that's the way I feel I feel that it should go because it just questions the integrity of the of the of the Scottish Premiership that games are getting postponed and then games aren't Uh, teams are then bringing in emergency goalkeepers from the the, the division below that that don't that won't have that gel and that understanding with the players in front of them so I just feel that it's a little bit kind of let's just put out fires when when they arise rather than having a, a plan of action before any incident happens
1: We've spoken about some players that aren't available. There, one player that is going to be available or could be available is uh, Diego Laxalt. He could be making his debut for Celtic. Do you have you seen much of this guy? I mean, I remember him from the. World Cup a couple of years ago and he looked quite impressive I don't think he was a starter but he was kind of he was one of their first substitutes to come on and he was in and out for a couple of games but yeah he seemed like a a technically very good player and a very strong player as well I'm sure he played in the centre midfield as well for uh, Uruguay and can play a few different positions but it looks like he's going to be Celtic's the, the left back that they've been looking
0: for yeah, like you said it there I think uh, he brings energy You know, a very, very fit lad But he's a very, very technical player So again, you look at the competition It's Greg Taylor in it Who I think has been been doing really well So that's, uh, that's, that's the competition that you want You know, I think that's something that you want You want to try and have cover uh, Two players fighting for each position uh, I'm very impressed with him I think it's a great signing I think he'll come in I think he'll realise how big Celtic football club is uh as well as is 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 what a game to come involved as What a game of football that yeah. is to be do you know what I mean? You know, straight away he'll be training with the group and it's it's gonna be a small group as well, but there's gonna be so much talk about you know, Rangers, this is it, this is a big game, it is a massive game, it is massive, and it's and we've just got to it is so it's so I get, I'm gutted that the fans, like Celtic fans, Rangers fans, aren't there? Because this is going to be such a special season for for either team, no matter you know what I mean that they both get so much to play for, haven't they? If Rangers could stop Celtic from getting that ten, what a season they've had! If Celtic can go and do it, they'll set the bar, you know, and that's it. It's going to be a long time until that gets done again. So it's uh, I'm just you know what you talk about the player coming in, what a game to come in, and I think he will he will definitely rise to the occasion. I think he's a big game player and he won't be phased by the by by that challenge?
1: Yeah, yeah, I, th- I think he's going to be excellent as well. You said last week, Chris, that you think the the title race could come down to these teams dropping points against the likes of uh, Aberdeen and Hibbs, yeah, um, Hibbs yeah. The the previous seasons have seen Rangers do well initially, and then the, the previous two seasons, sorry, I've seen Rangers do well initially and then kind of collapse a wee bit after the the winter break. do, do you think the Rangers are a a different proposition this season do you think do you think they're here for the distance this time
0: I think they learn I think you've got to learn from 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 the previous seasons I think something that Stephen Gerrard you know I think last season they had basically Celtic's number didn't they and then all of a sudden they come back and uh, for whatever reason they weren't they, they, they were dropping points they, they weren't the performances were okay but Celtic were just just that efficient machine weren't they win win not even performing well, but just getting the result. So I think Rangers have learned. I think Rangers are, are. have got quality and strength and depth. I've been really impressed with their performances. I think this, the this 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 game, it is so hard to call because Celtic haven't really been performing at the levels that they can get to. But I just think against Rangers, the players will get will get to those levels, and this will be a proper game of football. You know, I remember back in the day. You know, the competition between these two teams—you couldn't, you couldn't call it because form goes out the window for these games. You understand? So you look at them; they're both sitting uh, the top two. What is it, a point between at the minute? It is. It, you can't. You can't write it, Craig. You know, and it's just basically who has the bottle on the day, who has who's more clinical on the day, who defends better on the day, who's got the bravery to get the ball down and play the way that they know that they can, and this is something that both managers are so emotional. You know, I, I'm I, I, there's one eye on them because the two of them, fantastic players as they were. They'll have a better of... I can't wait just to see the kind of aggro between those two as well. This, it, it, it's got everything. This game has everything, Craig. So I think the quality, the standards that's in both squads, if they can both get to the levels that we know that they can, what a game of football we're, we're, we're,
1: we're going to see. Well, I think that'll do us for this week. Thanks for joining us again, Chris. Absolute pleasure, Craig. Fun as always, mate. And thanks again for listening, everyone. Be sure to check out Monday's show and all our Patreon content as well. We'll see you again next week. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh?